I said to a friend once, I'm afraid to leave my boys at home alone with their father. And she said, that's really quite alarming and definitely not okay. Why do you say that? I realized right then and there how incredibly difficult this is to explain. I was not afraid for their physical safety. He wasn't going to hit them. He wasn't going to throw things and scare them. And most of the time, he wasn't even going to yell at them. But he was going to emotionally dump on them. They were trapped victims to this horrible form of emotional abuse. Something that I was struggling to defend against as a full-grown adult. They stood no chance. Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. And thanks for joining me today. We are talking about emotional dumping. Well, let's start with a little information about emotions. We all have emotional experiences. We have bad days. We have good days. We have frustrating days. We have happy days. We have sad days, peaceful days, and so on. This is every single human alive, whether they admit it or not. When your day is tough, it's often helpful to talk with someone about it, especially someone that you love and that you trust. You see, if you bottle your emotions up, it's so damaging, not only to yourself, but also to those around you. And this is what the covert narcissist is going through. They bottle all these emotions up, keeping them trapped inside, and that leads to these emotional outbursts. And and these outbursts are just completely out of proportion reactions to what's going on in their life. And it can lead, you know, to concrete walls being built around you. It can lead to shutting the world out. You know, have you ever heard of stonewalling? It's a complete refusal to even acknowledge the difficult things around us, no matter how trivial they may be. Venting is a healthy way of dealing with this. You know, it's it's a healthy way to get some of these feelings out of you, to get them acknowledged. But venting is not the same as emotional dumping. And I want to explore that difference right now. Venting, you know, it's usually pretty much always about one issue or one situation or one person. It's when someone is trying to deal with a specific event or person in their life, something bad that happened that day or a particular person in your life who's causing a lot of grief and trouble, but it's about one issue, not a whole conglomeration. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Venting is time limited. Once the emotions have been expressed, the person that's venting, they begin to feel some relief. The conversation takes a turn away from all the negative emotions. It it takes a turn maybe towards some recognition of their own part in the situation. Or the person venting, you know, they may take some ownership of their involvement, even if it's small. But it doesn't include blaming everyone else or victimizing themselves. And again, we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Once, you know, a person is giving frustration to their to the voice to their frustrations inventing, they begin to open up to potential solutions. You know, they're willing to listen and willing to explore ideas. Someone who's venting, they're receptive to the support that they're receiving from that listener. They're even appreciative and grateful for the empathy and for the active listening. The support that they receive helps them to actually feel better to find some of that relief from the frustration and pain that they were carrying. Now let's talk about emotional dumping. This is a whole different experience. When someone emotionally dumps on you, it's so incredibly messy. 
For starters, it's not about just one issue or one situation. In fact, you know, it may start there, but you are now on the receiving end of a whole conglomeration of wrongs that they have experienced. The entire world is evil and out to get them. The dumping may have started with one specific event or issue, but it certainly expands from there. Now, everything that they have ever experienced is horrible and no piece of their life history is left out. You, as the listener, are completely overwhelmed. It leaves you in a position of having absolutely no idea what to say. I mean, what do you say? What do you say to someone who's dumping all of their emotional garbage that they've collected over an entire lifetime in your lap? Where do you even begin? I mean, it may have started with how his boss talked to him at work that day and how that made him feel. But now we're talking about how mean his classmates were in middle school, the tricks they played on him and how they made fun of him. And, oh, let's add how abusive his father was or how abandoned he was by his mother. Or, oh, the kids, definitely, they're ignoring him here lately and and being extra bad, of course, just to spite him. And for the cherry on top, you know, I didn't cook the carrots long enough that day. And you know how I like my carrots. You just don't care enough to do it right. I'm exhausted listening just to my own description of this. Now let's talk about the repetition. When someone is emotionally dumping on you, you're going to hear the same things over and over and over. When someone is venting, they begin to feel better because they're getting it off their chest. But when they're dumping, the covert narcissist never actually feels better. I guess they realize they're supposed to. You know, the world is good at letting everyone know we're supposed to vent. We're supposed to talk about it. We're supposed to express our feelings so that then we can feel better. However, someone who's emotionally dumping, they don't actually ever get there, at least not for any length of time. They may get a brief glimpse of it, but they don't stay there. And it repeats over again and again. Have you ever heard of circular conversations? That's what this is. It's exactly what I'm describing here. All the different topics and all the issues with all their many repetitions. Anytime they choose, they simply just loop back and start all over again. And of course, in this process of emotional dumping, they blame everyone and everything for all the issues that they can manage to think of. Every single thing that has happened or is happening is someone or something else's fault. Let me say that again. Everything that's happened is simply someone else's fault or something else's fault. You know, my boss was really snappy at me today. He's such a narcissist. It's always amusing to me when a narcissist calls someone else a narcissist, by the way. And and I'm sure it's because his wife was so mean to him. You know, she's probably a narcissist too. Forget the fact that he, the covert narcissist who is emotionally dumping all of this on you, they maybe didn't get a report turned in that was due two days ago. And isn't it just possible that this would be why the boss is being a little snappy with him? Because even maybe there's some repetitive behavior here. What about his classmates back in middle school? You know, the way the way my boss talks to me, it's just like my classmates in middle school. And that's where all that dumping starts. They were so mean and it was so uncalled for. You know, most of them were failing school. They didn't have what it takes to be smart, like me, which he may or may not actually say, but certainly means. I know their meanness was out of jealousy at how good I was. They just couldn't keep up. Forget the fact that he, again, the covert narcissist who's done all the dumping, played cruel pranks on his classmates and actually had bragged about it to me for years, treating them with contempt showing them up in class all the time and laughing at their inability to solve a problem or get a good grade. 
But yet their meanness had nothing to do with any of that. And again, the covert narcissist is an expert at blaming everything on someone else or or a different scenario or a reason. There's always a reason why it's not his fault. And I, I know I'm saying his. And again, I want, I want to put a disclaimer in there. That's my situation. It was my husband. I fully recognize there are many men out there who are living this with their wives. How about the, you know, then they jump on the no one has ever really loved me, not even my parents. Again, blaming this. The story goes on and on about their horrible childhood, how bad it was, blaming that rough child for a childhood for all the problems that they endure today. It has nothing to do with them or how they're treating people today, of course. They're blaming everyone else. Now, don't get me wrong. Many people who are dealing with covert narcissism did come from rough childhoods. I certainly understand that. And I hate it for them. I hate it for everyone who's abused or neglected as a child or an adult. It simply is not okay. But there are a lot of people who came from rough backgrounds and are not abusive. They chose instead to get the help they needed, to find the support, to make the most out of it, to take the pain that they endured and to turn it into love and compassion and genuineness. Now, this leads me straight to the next difference between venting and dumping. When someone is emotionally dumping, they become the ultimate victim. Everyone around them is extremely horrible and mean. Even you, the one who is sacrificing your time and energy to support them and to show you care. You even find yourself on the receiving end of all that blame, sometimes a really large amount of it. They're the victim of their boss, their coworkers, their classmates, their friends, their parents, siblings, grandparents, even their own kids, and especially you. Life and the universe simply have it out for them. And they take no accountability for anything. It's not conceivable that any tiny part of this could remotely be their fault or even just something they could have done better. If you have the audacity to suggest something that they could have done better or even just differently, be prepared to be on the receiving end of that wrath that is spewing from their mouth. No, that wouldn't have worked. You just don't understand. You don't know what you're talking about. You always think you know. You always think you can do it better than me. You weren't there. I can't believe you think that you know more than me about this. Nothing they ever do is less than complete perfection itself. It couldn't possibly be. There's nothing they could have done better or even different. Why? You know, why would they, you know, of course they were able to do the best because that's what they believe. That's what they think. Remember I said that venting is time limited. Emotional dumping is not. This can go on for hours. Once this conversation starts, you are trapped for great lengths of time. And if you leave, if you get up and walk away or excuse yourself, they're going to throw that in your face for not being supportive and caring. I can't believe you wouldn't even support me by listening to me in this time of, you know, I'm hurting and I I need your help and I can't believe you're going to walk out on me, even though you have been listening to them for the last four hours, even though they're stuck in that pit and not able to find the help, not able to open up to, to move on and let this conversation shift in a more positive direction. It doesn't matter that you have kids to tend to or laundry running or a kitchen to clean or work the next day and it's like one o'clock in the morning. None of that matters. It doesn't matter that you've heard all this a hundred times before. 
It doesn't matter that they're even on their fifth time through from the top on this single day. It doesn't matter that you've tried to comfort them, soothe them, validate them, support them, or offer solutions. And when these hours are up, when they do finally let go that day, this can easily start all over again the very next day. And it goes on for days on end, for weeks, for years, for decades. Emotional dumping is not limited by time or repetitions. From the beginning, middle, and finally the end of it ever, if that end ever arrives, there is no point in any of this where they are open to solutions, to to a positive turn in the conversation. Anything you suggest gets shut down, it's ridiculed, or even just completely ignored. Suggestions or ideas are seen as a challenge to their image, a challenge to that perception of them that they're perfect, smarter than everyone else, definitely smarter than you. They shoot down any suggestion for a better way to handle it because their way, of course, was the best way. They shoot down any idea of what to do because any ideas that they have, of course, are better than any that you could possibly come up with. So nothing you say helps in any way. Emotional dumping is not about trying to make the situation better or to learn from it or to process feelings and emotions. Venting is. Venting is for the purpose of getting something off your chest so it's just not so heavy. It's about emptying yourself of the frustration so that you have more space now inside of your head and heart to handle the situation in a healthier way. It clears the air. So now you're open to the love and support of those who care about you and they're able to listen to what you have to say. When someone is venting, they are grateful to you for listening. In fact, they're often apologetic for being upset and unloading all of this on you. And and they, you know, will follow that up with, hey, I'm I'm sorry for dumping all of this. I, you know, thank you for listening. When you're able to be there for them, you feel good about this investment in their life. You feel energized and rewarded by the stronger connection that you now share. But when a covert narcissist emotionally dumps on you, they don't respect your boundaries, and they certainly are not grateful. You aren't able to say, you know, hey, I really care and I want to talk about this right now, but I I, I can't. Like, I, I got to go do this or I got to step out. Can we, can we come back to this? You can't even have that kind of space to say it. They don't give you that freedom. This just feeds their victim mode of, well, clearly you don't care and you won't take time to listen to me. You don't have a choice. You're trapped. You, the listener, feel completely drained and often irritated and upset. And this is what I experienced in my home over and over. This is why I did not feel safe leaving my boys with my husband, their father, in the house. Because he emotionally dumped on them. Taking all of his garbage out on them. All of his inability to handle his own stuff was placed on them. They were kids. Unequipped to handle this. Seriously, I couldn't even handle it. I was an adult, mother of two. And when he dumped on me, I went into that fight or flight mode and usually ended up freezing or fawning. And if you don't know what that is, freezing is when you find yourself just stuck. You shut down, like unable to even think clearly, unable to to really respond, even unable to feel your own feelings. You just kind of shut off to them. Fawning is when you go into that pleasing mode. Let me just fix it all. Let me tell you how wonderful you are so that you will stop being so mean to me. What? 
Let me say that again. Let me tell you how wonderful you are simply so that you will stop being so mean and hurtful to me. This was me, a full-grown adult, trying to cope with his emotional dumping. Well, when a covert narcissist dumps like this, they often feel better, at least temporarily, while everyone else feels depleted and horrible. Our children were not equipped to handle this, nor should they have been. It isn't their place in life to be an emotional dumpster for their father. I would come home to an emotional nightmare. Oh, he was fine, usually in his office playing video games. But his boys? They were an emotional wreck. Rubbish left behind, like in a dumpster. My heart goes out to every parent out there who knows what I'm talking about. Every parent who's picking up the pieces in the wake of their covert narcissistic partner. These kids need you. I will add, though, that they need a healthy you. It took me a long time to realize that. It took me a long time to be able to offer that to my boys. I had to take that time for me to be purposeful about my own healing and caring for my own soul. And whether you have kids or not, look at the pieces of your own heart, mind, and soul that have been broken by this covert narcissistic partner in your life and start that path of healing today. I do offer both individual and group coaching sessions. Those individual sessions, in fact, are on sale right now. $99 through the end of this year. $99 for an hour to sit and figure out how to get on your own path of healing. You can find information on that at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are C-N-G, Covert Narcissism Group. The group sessions, they're on pause right now, taking the month of December from me, because I need that. But they're going to begin again in the middle of January. You'll find more information on that at the website covertnarcissism.com. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. You have been listening to the Covert Narcissism Podcast with your host, Renee Swanson. Be sure to visit our website at www.covertnarcissism.com. There you can find many resources that are available just for you to gain more clarity and understanding. You're also welcome to email me at Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are CNG as in Covert Narcissism Group. I look forward to hearing from you.